from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. One, two, clink. Hey guys! <laughs> I don't think we'll ever learn how to greet like normal human beings. It's either extremely aggressive or extremely cringe or both. Hey! I was say, why are you so aggressively <laughs> petting your hair right now? You're like, getting up for that. <laughs> hey everybody! I'm so loud right now. Hey. Kind of smooth jazz. We are your hosts, Sydney and Sarah, and this is your favorite podcast, Crying in Public. Oh, yeah. I don't know what you're trying to sound like. It sounds like a frat boy lost his voice. I do realize that, like, we used to introduce ourselves before every episode, and we stopped yeah. doing that. So, let's start doing it. Ready? That's Sydney. Okay, that's confusing. No. Because I, I said that's Sydney. Yes. There are two people here, and one of them is Sydney, and the other one is me. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm Sarah. And I'm Sydney, and welcome to crying. crying in public. We're so annoying. I'm so sorry. Guys. Yeah. So if you haven't turned it off by now, uh, welcome to one of our many episodes. We do two episodes a week. One is around an hour, and the other one's around 20 minutes, uh, 25 minutes to be exact. 
Timundo, and we basically just talk about love, life, sex, sorry, law school, and careers, careers ambition, family, life. We talk about everything. So yeah. We'll, just, we'll like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, just like, um, lifestyle stuff. Yeah. Which is exactly stuff. what you just said. So. <laughs> I'm so good. Just in different no, ways. No, I think, because we, we, I don't know if we ever talked about this, but like, <clears throat> when we were starting this podcast, what is our topic of today? We didn't decide. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, while we just while we are in interim, mm-hmm. um, when we started this podcast. We found two things. One, um, there are not really any diverse podcasts. Like I feel like a lot of the podcasts that were already out were like very much one demographic, and like obviously I related to some things that they talked about. Like I can't speak for Sarah, but like myself. Um, but I wish I saw or heard stories that you know could relate to me or a show that had multiple perspectives so just like one perspective that I found sometimes could be really toxic and I'd say we're not toxic we're kind of toxic sometimes everyone is but I think that's one thing that we really kept in mind when starting crying in public and it's kind of crazy that like our season's almost coming to a close like yeah our last episode's in February for this season at least and it's like crazy we've been doing this for like every week for a year yeah it's it's yeah, I like I I when I when I was younger, I wish I could listen to podcasts that related to Cindy too, because she's my best friend. Oh my and god! Oh, <laughs> slurp that coffee, guys! Yeah. I'm having my first cup of like actual coffee right now. Um, it's the color of um my skin. skin. Yeah, Sarah's skin. But it's okay. We're working our way up there. We're at like a one right now. We're gonna get to like black. I slid out a gypsy bar. Ew. <laughs> welcome to welcome to the apartment. <laughs> oh yeah, someone was like, "Where the fuck is your apartment tour?" <laughs> Bro, we filmed this apartment tour quite literally in August. Yeah. We have the audio and we have the footage. We just have not put it together. No. But I think what we should do, we should make a TikTok about it, and then we'll create like a longer YouTube during our break. Because I think when we have a break between our seasons, to keep you guys like with us and to keep us with you we can do like little videos and like vlogs and like bonus episodes in between the seasons just to yeah. like pop in check in and see what up pop it lock it poke it dot it country, country five it, it. hip hop it put your hawk in the sky from side to side jump to the left hit it glide <laughs> so we definitely butchered that last line um but you know you know where that was going we should have bikes in public soon we haven't done one in a while we should do you want to do it today girl we have to ask them for the uh, Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good job. <laughs> but you do that for the next mini, though. All right. Or the next, the one in the bonus, oh, whatever, whatever yeah. is next. Whatever flows the boat. I don't know. All righty, back to the episode. I pressed record. I again. know our neighbors hate us. Um, yeah. So guys, I found out today as I was at work that I have a ten-page paper due on Thursday, as well as a final project, as well as a literature review for my research. Uh, thesis and what have I done none and guess what we have the live podcast on Thursday so guess it's gonna get done but um so yeah I'm pulling an all-nighter and so I'm trying coffee for coffee for the first time and I'm the kind of person that orders peppermint hot chocolate every day at Starbucks because it makes me feel like I'm an adult so I pretend it's coffee um but yeah I'm gonna try and do the whole coffee thing I just hate the way it makes your breath taste after yeah I'll take the taste of it yeah and yeah so I like it. I kind it. of, I've grown accustomed to the aftertaste of coffee because just because I've been drinking it for so long and the way I feel about coffee, 
She said black. I'm like, girl, you don't like taste? You don't like structure? Hey, black coffee has a taste, and it is that of sour cocoa beans. And that is a taste that I'm literally obsessed with because it gets me going. It gets the brain cells jumping. It gets all the skinny monkeys that are in my brain like, blue. Have you read Dear Dumb Diary? Yeah. That's a, that's a reference to Dear Dumb Diary because she thought that smart people had really fat monkeys in their brain taking up all the space. And then dumb people had skinny monkeys. So I have skinny monkeys. And they're just like flopping around in there. And coffee makes them go faster. I think mine are just slim thick. <laughs> slim thick monkeys. Um, <laughs> why was there like a whole genre of books about like crazy, crazy headed children? Like Ramona and Beezus, Your Dumb Diary, all them other ones. <laughs> and it was kind of like Those red are just hair. the only two Sydney kids have like some now. red hair. And I'm like, okay. Oh, 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 Judy Moody. Judy Moody. Oh, why would you name oh. your kid Ramona or Beezus? If your name's Ramona, I'm so sorry. But like, why would you name your kid that? Um, and that other, um, ooh, 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 ooh. I love that noise. The one that, ooh, um, uh, it was on the tip of my tongue. No. I forget. I, I'll, I'll think of it later. It was another, oh, Pippi Longstocking. Oh, Also Eloise. red hair. Pretty sure also red hair. <laughs> Uh, I'm sensing a pattern here. Ooh, Madeline from the Madeline series. They all love to, like, get their appendixes taken out and, like, run around hotels. Eloise. And guess who? Well, guess what they were all missing? They were not black. Because no black mother <laughs> would have their child running up them stairs, throwing pies at doormen, or leaving their kid. Okay, Home Alone makes me so mad because how do you lose your kid, like, five times? <laughs> Child Protective Services would be at your house in two minutes. It's like a four-part series, too. Like, it's like, like he literally gets lost four times and nobody notices. Like, the one that, that has to mess him up. That'd be a great law school essay, though. My parents literally <laughs> forgot about me multiple times throughout my childhood. He, it looks like a pedophile now. He has, like, this yeah. little mustache. And he looks very scary. That's okay. So, this is my theory on charity. So, <laughs> women are just such good people. Like, women just love so hard they accept so much they see they see past the physicality of things men do not so it makes me so sad when i see women out here dating men that are not up to their standards example number one the most prime example is miss brenda song the queen of disney channel miss lennon titton herself dating that man I think they're still together. I think they have a kid together now. Dating guy from Home Alone. She dated Trace Cyrus. A walking coloring book. <laughs> and I'm just like, baby girl, you are so pretty. Why are you with these men? And I'm pretty sure um, McCalkin was on like a 20-year drug bender. Yeah. I'm like, girl, how did you end up in that mess? You know? It makes me so mad whenever men are like, women, you can get whoever you want. I once got broken up with because I asked the guy I was, what it was a second date. I asked him what, what, I asked him where his favorite wine bar was in Israel. He literally broke up with me because of that. He was like, that's like me asking you what your favorite wine bar is in America. And I'd be like, I have an answer. Yeah. Like, and also, so it is not the same thing. Israel is literally less than the size of Texas. No, it's not. But seriously, like, Israel is small. Like, it's great. I'm not saying it's lesser than, but it's smaller geographically than America is. So it's literally, like, not the same thing. <laughs> that's like my high school boyfriend cheating on me and me... Um, being like, it's okay, I'll work through it. And he's like, actually, your response is scaring me. I need to think through this. And I was like, 
Um, use reverse Uno on me. <laughs> yeah. And so it's, it's, reverse Uno. it's stuff like that. Like, men get pissy when women have, oh my God. I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut it out the last May stumbling. Mm-hmm. Men get angry, or let me just, hold on, give me one second. I need to get my thoughts straight. Do men get angry? No. Men. <laughs> <laughs> you could actually keep that in. That's funny. See? This could be off of the live show. Speaking of, oh, hold on. Before we, go on. before we go on, Sarah, keep your thought. Guys, this is actually, 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 we have one more chance. This is our second to last chance to annoy the hell out of you about our live show. Yeah. We have our first live show this Thursday, December 9th, at the Bowery Electric in New York City. And we have music performing after us. We're going to record a mini episode live. It's going to be so much freaking fun. We're so excited. And we're going to have um, some really cute guys and girls there, single. So come meet your boo. Come we have a lot us. of single, really attractive guy friends. Yeah. So come meet them. So come meet them. Come meet us. Come meet your new besties in New York. If you just moved here and want to meet more people, if you want to hang out with us, want to hang out with you, please come. It's $15, $20 at the door, 21 and up, wink. Um, but yeah, please come because if we do well on this, we can do more in the future, hopefully in some other places, and it'd be very fun and cute. And you know, you know the deal. You yeah? know the deal. You know the deal. You know it. You know it. You you know what it's really all about. about. Okay, you know now, what it's all about. Back to our regularly scheduled programming. Sierra, go. <laughs> I was gonna say that um, one of my guy friends from back home, his biggest pet peeve about women is that when their gums are too big. You know, he was said he would never date a woman whose gums are too big. That's so, so I was specific. Like, that's what men think like. Like, men are always like, women, like, I'm a nice guy. Why won't women date me? Not, not my friend from home. He's actually very nice. But he <laughs> said that to me, and it just made me laugh because I was like, men in general, not him. But just, like, other guys who I've talked to have always been like, literally, it's so easy for, like, it's so much easier for women on the dating scene because there are so many of them. Blah, blah, blah. And, like, guys. There's just, literally blah. more men than women, I'm pretty sure. Actually, don't quote me on that. It isn't. No, it's the opposite that would make it harder for men to no science anyway yeah that's you know he was just like that was very like men don't want to date women for in my opinion kind of superficial reasons and women the only reason women like a girl wouldn't want to date a guy i feel like is like because she's literally getting disrespected or just like completely even that, unfaithful even that even that <laughs> i'd be like mm, we can we can make an exception <laughs> we can make but it work it's fine men be like i want you to be a hundred and i want you to be negative 44 pounds with a big butt and skinny waist and big boobs but natural big lips but natural skinny face but natural long hair but natural no but botox straight, no tattoos but natural and i'm like okay what do you want a play-doh like i just don't understand where in their brains they think this is like a normal uh depiction of a human body or human face and i blame social media i mean that's literally the that's literally the cause but then it's like why don't you look like this why don't you look like, you work out more you literally eat Cheetos for breakfast. Like, why Why are you out here making any sort of demands of what a woman should look like when you literally cannot feed yourself or do your laundry or wash a dish? You physically cannot. We were literally dead like 10 minutes ago. I don't know what it is. Seriously, red from laughing right now. I know. Uh, well, I'm also a little bit drunk. But, you know, you... Okay, I'll... I'll uh, night. It's a funny joke, but so... You cannot, like, literally not do your own laundry, have your apartment in shambles and, like... Like, just be an awful person and then get mad when, like, your girl does, like, 
like a two percent thing wrong like it's like two percent milk it's like you can't get mad at the two percent milk for i don't know where it's going but it worked what does two percent milk even mean I don't well, they're like what kind of milk do you want girl i don't know just pick one and pour it in there yeah. i probably won't I, be I, different. I, I feel bad i'm like whole milk it's like i get judged they're like ill you're not vegan so i'm like mm, mm. soy milk I, I don't even know what soy milk is i don't really know <laughs> i didn't even know what i was talking about when i said two percent milk but it really worked in my head and so now it's gonna be it look what i, I did <laughs> I don't trust like oat milk or like almond milk or anything. Type on juice and nut. <laughs> like, what did you do to it to make it milk? <laughs> it makes me so uncomfortable. That's nasty. Oh. Do nuts have udders? No, no how do you? <laughs> like, someone looks at an almond and goes, I'm gonna make you milk. You know, that's a weird behavior. That's do they like behavior. grind it or do they like make it pee? I saw someone do it on TikTok and like you do some weird stuff to it and you put it in this thing called a nut bag. And you, like, squeeze it so, like, the stuff comes out, but, like, the nut stays in the bag. In my S&M days, I had a nut bag. <laughs> and so, today's topic. I'm so dead. Jeremy always saying every conversation and going, pew. Wait, no. One more thing before we get started. Uh, speaking of milk, I don't know how. I, I, was I eating, don't know how. <laughs> I was eating a cookie. Oh, also my voice is gone, so sorry. But I was eating a cookie earlier, and Cindy was napping. Was that a cookie? <laughs> I thought you were eating hummus. Bro, I'm sleeping on the couch for like literally 10 minutes to get myself up for this episode. And I hear a noise like a cat lapping water. Like, I was like, is there a cat in our apartment? So I take the blanket off my off my face and look over at Sarah. And she's eating a cookie like, she's like licking the layers off of it. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, literally what are you doing to that cookie <laughs> also when i when i went to sleep you were eating rice so i woke up and i was like what the hell is in her mouth <laughs> when i get really really stressed and anxious i i love to like have a full hearty old like snack meal dessert situation Wait, where'd you get a cookie from i got a cookie from schmackeries from yesterday cat uh, schmackeries i went to i wanted to go see diana the broadway show with my friend cat last night and without um, me i told her seeing i know anything anything diana related and not taking your black friend is so offensive like every black person i know especially black british people or jamaican people they have diana literally a shrine to diana in their house but sarah literally comes back to the show and goes i know diana died <laughs> girl have you literally been living even rocks know about diana so i don't know where you could be living but how do you not know that i'm so okay also about the live show last thing we laugh a lot on this show but it's like we say the dumbest things and we think they're funny because we're dumb. So I'm scared to like get in front of a live audience and be like, mah, mah, mah. and Sarah's gonna start <laughs> laughing and we're gonna talk about nut milk. And everyone's gonna be like, what is physically wrong with them? It's gonna be good. So what we're doing in preparation for the live show, in case you wanted a little like sneak peek, is we're you know we're gonna take like thirty minutes, just kind of go through what we want to talk about. But we're gonna have like backups to the backups, just in case yeah. like none of them hit. We're just gonna keep going through them until we start crying, and then we're gonna leave the stage and then leave the venue and then good night. Yes, with all five of our friends. <laughs> um, so I hope our show is like this, where it's like yeah. natural. I mean, not like this, but like this, yeah. like natural, like instead of like. So, next story, you know? <laughs> next topic. Next topic will be... Oh, oh, concentration. 64. No repeats or hesitations. I go first, and you will follow. The that topic is, is crying in public. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. If tonight's movie night is just what you need, make it special with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. <laughs> good, good, good. Uh, slippery slope there. I'm dead because we're decorating our living room and Sarah gets this book called Cupcakes in Cashmere. It's really a girl prancing around, I don't even know where, wearing pink and eating cupcakes. I'm just like, it's really, we're right next to our coffee table right now. So Sydney likes to make fun of me. Next to like a book about like nude chemical art. (laughs) So it really brings the room together. We have a lot of diversity. Yeah, we really have a lot of diverse places in our apartment. So we're only going to talk for like seven on the so topic okay. of so today. Okay. bring it in? You want me to bring it in? You can bring it in. Okay. So, um, we were talking, we were talking about our dating history and like comparing just like where we've been and where we've come, how far we've gone. And I realized that like, I do not date men my age. That's purposeful. I didn't just realize that. That's on purpose. But recently, not really recently, like in the last year or two years, I have been starting to see guys my own age and it has just proven everything I already knew that I just do not communicate well. They don't communicate well. I don't mix well with guys our age, I think because of a maturity level. And I think we've talked about this before in episodes where we had one episode called How Old is Too Old. Now we're doing How Young is Too Young. So I think in celebrity culture and social media, we see a lot older men, old, older men who don't got it like that anymore dating girls that are like 
Scott Disick, um, dating girls who are like 18, like, like barely pushing adulthood. And it's normal. Like we think it's, oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's them. They're a celebrity. It's fine. I'm talking Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm talking Scott Disick times 12. <laughs> I'm talking literally any male celebrity who's dating a woman 20 years younger than him. I think part of it is a control thing where like they want to have a girl that's impressionable. Oh, the guy from All Too Well. Oh, Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. Oh, Swifty. Um, they want a girl who's impressionable, who they can mold and manipulate to their desires, not have to worry about them like being old enough to like know how to fight back. But we rarely ever see older women dating really, really young guys. And when they do, I'm like, you know what, girl? You got it like that. Unless it's Madonna. Because I don't get Madonna at all. Anything about her, I don't understand. Yeah. But she was dating guys that are literally 25. So I don't really understand that. And then but, also the media yeah. is like, you're, you know, you're a, you're a hussy, you're a tramp, you're a cougar. Like, I feel like whenever men date younger women, they get celebrated unless they get exposed. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, even and then, then it's barely. Exactly. And then they, like, don't get canceled. And it's, like, fine in the end. <clears throat> like, obviously, for example... Jake Gyllenhaal is obviously getting like a lot of hate right now but I feel like that's only because of a targeted situation like when women date younger men and like not nothing even has to get out do you know what I mean like the, there's already so much criticism like, it, like it's like a media firestorm towards that woman and like nothing might have even happened like there's not even a rumor of anything and like the media will just like either like tabloids and paparazzi will either just like make stuff up you know like they usually do but like times 12 or everybody will just kind of judge her especially like men on social media they'll like make videos and they'll like write articles and it's like well you wouldn't have said that if she was a guy you know what i mean but you think about it like there <clears throat> is no word for an older guy dating younger woman it's called a man mm-hmm. but with a woman oh she's a cougar but like think about it, is there any word for a guy that dates younger women other than sugar daddy no but that's like an arrangement that's not really yeah like that's a like a payment thing yeah sugar daddy Chill, I'm looking at Big Daddy. <laughs> I'm so dead. Yeah, so no, other than Sugar Daddy, I don't really think there's a word to describe older men who date younger women, except it's, for like, quote unquote, the man. Pedophile. But that's yeah, like, that's, that's like and the, something so different. Yeah, that's like the extreme of it. Yeah. But, um. And illegal. <laughs> we're going to talk about some examples of yeah. women who like categorically only date younger men. Pop culture. Miss Madonna. Miss Madonna is pushing to 70. Baby's almost 70. And she, like, routinely only dates men in their 20s. And people are always like, why? And she's like, oh, guys, my age are married with kids. Like, I want a guy who's dateable, adventurous, and fun. And I'm like, yes. But I feel like you can have that, like, oh, I want to be adventurous and go crazy and have fun in my life. But, like, there comes a point where it's like, aren't those guys going to want to get married and, like, have kids and settle down? But you're going to be in an age where, like, you physically cannot do that. Yeah, like, it doesn't even work anymore to yeah. do that, you know? And, like, not to, like shame women or shame older women because that's not the point of this conversation i think it's just the reasoning is yeah. like confusing sometimes like obviously, if you're attracted to younger people you can just say that yeah obviously like um not every person wants kids and a family and marriage and all that stuff i just always and this is the same thing with men but i think sometimes men can uh produce longer than women can that's why men are like 80 with like 10 year old kids i'm like um oh, that's not mathing um but i always wonder like there's a have to be a talk at some point where it's like, what do you see this being long term? Because yeah. even like Jennifer Lopez, for example, she did a lot of like backup dancers and stuff that were like a lot, a lot, a lot younger than her. Kourtney Kardashian was dating Unes, Unes. Oh, he was fine. Whatever his name is. And they got so much backlash 
talking like, oh, like, date some man your own age, like, you're gonna be happy, blah, 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 like, it's, it's not right, whatever. But, um, in those situations, I think it's less about, like, quote-unquote grooming or, like, being a cougar because it's, like, consensual. They're both, like, not like they're 15-year-old guys. They're, like, 27, and the girls are, like, 40. I guess that's understandable, but, like, then there's the grooming women, which I find so uncomfortable. And it's all, like, TikToks about this, but, okay, you guys all know Taylor Aaron Johnson. I don't really know where people would know him from. I know him from, I think, um, that movie with Miley Cyrus. But um, he's so yummy. He's yummy, 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 delicioso. Um, <laughs> Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging. That have you seen that movie before? No. You've never heard of Angus Thongs Perfect Snogging? No. Sarah. Sorry. You would laugh your head off this entire movie. I think I've seen it a hundred and million times. Is it British? Yes. Sounds British. Snogging. It's so British and so bad that like I've seen it like fifteen times. Like, uh-huh. when I had sleepovers as a kid, we'd watch this because it was just that bad. Like, she never uh-huh. had her first kiss where she'd make out with her hand and stuff like that. I don't know. It was really funny. But. I mean, didn't we all used to do that? I used to fucking do that. Yeah. I was like, come here, you he's, He is British, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he's British. Oh, oh. That just makes him even better. Um, he's almost like British movies, though, about, like, the king and all that stuff. He's in Fifty Shades of Grey. I think he plays the younger brother. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's where I know him from. Oh, I love. Fifty Shades of Grey is another movie that's just, like deliciously bad and I've seen it 5,000 times yeah it's just and so I like bad. watch it secret in my room and I'm like pausing it make sure no one heard me but um <laughs> yeah he's from those movies he's in Avengers like a whole bit he's in X-Men um so he's beautiful he just turned 30 I'm pretty sure gorgeous 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 and he is married to a woman since 2012 so that's when he was what 20 years old he was 20 years old when they got married and she is 55. Something about that makes me uncomfortable. Why is a 20-year-old boy married? I mean, they were dating before then. And for what? Two years in quotes. But that means it's been longer than two years. Yeah. Why are you, as a 45-year-old woman, literally 45, looking at an 18-year-old boy? Like, I just don't know. Like, what do you guys talk about? He's probably playing Call of Duty. And you're talking about what? The stock market? I just, I just don't understand. And I'm pretty sure, like, people are suspecting that, like, they've been dating for a longer time. Because, like, there are pictures of him and her together when, like, he's really, really young. And they're like, oh, is he friends with their parents? Or was like, a grooming situation? There's a lot of TikToks dedicated to, like, this couple specifically because it's just so wild to me. But I think that, like, just as people think that Scott Kizik is grooming girls, because, like, he dates girls that literally turn 18 and then they go public. I think it's a huge issue in Hollywood that needs to be addressed because I think it's disgusting. Yeah. Not just because, like, oh, it's the age discrepancy. It's because it's manipulation, you know? Like, they might be happy and all, but there is an obvious power dynamic imbalance in there that is harmful to the younger person. Also, grooming is everybody's favorite thing to do because it's a, it's a, it's a, um, almost impossible to kind of pinpoint someone as a groomer, you know? Because when you, when you obviously convict someone for a crime, you're like, where's the evidence? Yeah. Show me the stats. Show me the objectivity. But, like, with grooming, everything's subjective, and it's all like he said, he said, she said, so nobody knows what actually happened. And it's a form of manipulation, definitely. Yeah. That's why, like... Very toxic, very disgusting. When you see, like, girls in middle school, like, eighth grade who have high school boyfriends, or, like, girls that are freshmen dating seniors, or, like, girls are sophomores dating guys in college, I'm like, the power dynamic is so imbalanced that, like, it scares me. Like, why? I get it's cool to be like, oh, I have a college boyfriend. But, like, something in that makes me so uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, 
if my kid came to me and was like, yeah, I'm dating a college student, I'd be like, girl, no, you're not. <laughs> like, y'all can date when you get back into college, but, like, no. I think once you turn 18, 19, you're living on your own, you're independent, it's okay to start dating, like, a little bit older than you. Like, my um, most recent boyfriend is five years older than me, four and, four and a half years older than me. But, like, there was never, like, a, a power imbalance. Oh, yeah, there was. That's because I'm a doormat. It's not really because of age. But, like, <laughs> for me, age is never an issue. Except for, like, um, it's kind of awkward to be like, oh, yeah, I'm with my friends and you're 18, you know? But besides that, I've never felt, like, any kind of imbalance. But, like, I did go out on a few days with this one guy who was 29 or 30. And there was literally no, there was no power imbalance or, like, anything weird. But he was just so mature and it made me uncomfortable. <laughs> I was like, crack a joke, you know? Like, yeah. you don't stupid, please. Yeah. And it's a little... If you are, like, obviously in, like, grade school and you're dating somebody in high school and it's legal, or if you're in high school and you're dating someone in college, like, if you think it's healthy, like, go off. But I just know, like, at least in my experience, and I'm sure Cindy can say the same probably, that every girl I knew who was bragging to everybody that she was dating a college boyfriend or a high school boyfriend when she was in eighth grade, there was just always some kind of toxicity that had to do with age. Do you know what I mean? Everything is so much different once you go out on your own. But I know if you're still living with your parents and if there's a, such... Because think about it like this. When you're in grade school and in high school, and if you're in high school, maybe maybe you can't really speak on this or maybe you think I'm wrong, which is fine. But if you are a college student right now, and if you... Like, you can think back to a time when in high school you thought school and your social life were your whole world. You know, like, that was the bubble that you lived in, no matter, like... And, like, if you were a high school student, that is the truth, you know? Um, especially, like, a high school student like me. I went to an all-girls private Catholic high school. So high school was our universe. Like, that's all we ever thought about, how to be popular, what parties you're going to that weekend. Oh, my God, Haley didn't invite me to a party. Fuck her. You know, just, like, stuff like that. Like, that was, like, the worst thing that could have ever happened in that point for people, like, at least in my experience, you know, people who went to my high school. That's what it was. So if you're like that and you're, like, bragging about your man in college – like, that's such an obvious thing. Like, a point of contention. A point of, what's it called? Point contention. Of, a point of contention that is impossible to ignore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Your face is killing me. Mm. Um, honestly, I don't think there's, like, an age range. We're not saying you have to be within three years. Like, obviously, once you're an adult and you're 18 and you think that, or, like, you can make your own choice and your own decisions, and you understand there is a power imbalance there if you date someone significantly older, obviously that's fine. I think we're more advocating for understanding that, like, it, there are effects to having, like, large age gaps. Not necessarily bad effects. Like, my parents have an age gap. My stepmom and dad have an age gap. My parents have an age gap. Yeah, me and boyfriend have an age gap. Me. I've had age gaps before. So, um, I'm definitely not advocating for not doing that. I'm just saying that it's important to understand that there is nuances to it. There are consequences to it. Sometimes mental and emotional, you don't really understand until you're out of it or, like, mm-hmm. later on in life. So we're more advocating for being careful. But in terms of how young is too young, I could never date a younger guy. Guys my own age annoy me. I could not do a younger guy. I'm dating a younger guy. My Bro, boyfriend he's like two months. Is, he's, like, he's like a week younger than you. Yeah, my boyfriend's like literally a few days younger than me, and I rub it in his face all the time because I've never dated somebody younger than me before, so I'm very excited. Actually, nope, I've never dated somebody younger than me before, but I wanted to tell this story, is that when I was in high school, I dated a guy who was like, 23 and our relationship oh, wait, so back at what in high school mm-hmm. 
Yeah, senior year. Remember? He was 23? I was going to your school. Or the mm. voice version of your school. No. I know Jen's listening to this like, excuse me? No, she knows. She knows. She was like, she came up to me one night. She was like, I found a doobie in my car. And I was like, <laughs> No, he was very old. Like, he was, you know, college dropout. Like, super the cool guy because he was still in the neighborhood. So, and he was so, oh, you could sing. He, he was like everything to me at the time because I was in high school. So that's all I've ever known. And if you are a college student right now, I bet my butter. Did I just say that? Yes, I did. I bet my butter that you can look back on your high school experience. Like I thought high school was like everything. Like you just lived in such a smaller bubble than you do now. And I'm sure like everybody in college can say that. You know, yeah. like no matter your experience, right? Can't you I say agree that? Completely. Yeah. I was a hot mess in high school. <laughs> Actually, no, I had it together, but I dated hot messes. Yeah. Um. Also, 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 yeah. The youngest guy I dated was a guy a month older than me, and Lord, was that a hot mess? Yeah. It, it just wasn't it. It really wasn't it. But I once got with a guy younger than me, but I've never dated anybody younger. That was the, also the only guy I've ever slept with who was younger than me. No offense to your boyfriend, but I feel like you're gonna end up marrying a guy that's way older than you, like literally 85. Or a guy that's literally, like, 25, and you're going to be like, you're going to be like Sam from Sex and the City, I feel like. You're going to end up with, like, what's that guy's name? You, wait, let's talk about Sam from Sex and the City. That's a great example. I can't believe, it's fictional, but her and, uh, Oyster. Smith. Yeah. Jared I Smith. His name was Oyster. Oh, because when they first met, he worked at a raw bar. Oh. Maybe I remember Correlations. That. Nice. <laughs> I see you in a relationship like that, or with, like, a guy that's, like, graying. Ugh. If I could have a guy with gray hair in my life, I'd be so happy. Actually, <laughs> every guy I dated has gray hair, all of them. And I talked about this with one of my exes recently, and he was like, "Cause you stress everyone out." I was like, "You know what? You're I'm offended, but you're not wrong. I do be stressing everyone out." That's so funny. You don't stress me out. Thank you. You don't stress me out. The way you're sitting is killing me right now. I'm so over Why it. You? I can't even deal with it. Uh, no, but I think the last thing we should talk about because we're pushing 34 minutes now but I think you know Samantha Jones is a great example because she got a lot of hate a lot of criticism both in the show and out of the show's reality about her dating a younger guy and that she was smooching him because of his money which is usually in like the case of the opposite situation where the guy's older you're always like oh the girl's smooching off but like Samantha also got that criticism so it doesn't even matter like what position you're in you're always gonna have like if there's a huge age gap you're always gonna have If you have a huge age gap in your relationship, you're always going to be considered, if you're a woman, like, something's going to be wrong with you. So just be prepared, you know? Like, if you're not famous, you still have to worry about it because you get it from your friends, your family, passive-aggressive comments. You get looks when you're walking down the street, you know? People think, like, they're your, like, fucking uncle or aunt or something. like. You know what I mean? It's just, it's the worst. But if that is you and if that is your situation, best of luck. We just hope that you're in a place right now where, you know, you can see the situation holistically, listen to your friends and family, because as Sydney always says, she says this a lot on the podcast, and it's so right, if you have your friends, your family, bystanders, everybody telling you that there are so many red flags in this relationship and that it's not a good fit, like the people who know you really well, if they're all telling you that's not a good fit, take it as a sign. A lot of people say, no, but you don't know him like I do. All men are the same. They do. (laughs) Yeah, like, I think when you're in a relationship, you have rose-colored glasses. And we've talked about this in other episodes. We'll talk about it again, obviously, like, noticing red flags. But, like, 
when you're in it, you can't see it from, like, the outside point of view. And that's like, why, you just like, can't. Like, it doesn't even matter if you think you know every. Like, you cannot yeah. see it. And, like, it's obviously you don't want to, like, insert your opinion into other people's relationships. Right. Because, like, especially if you're, like, your close friends. But, like, I think when your friends do say something, take it to heart because they're saying it for a reason. Exactly. Unless they're a jealous. Girl. <laughs> Unless you're a jealous baddie. Yeah. Alright, you guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. We cannot wait to see you this Thursday. Oh my god, you carried that, but I kind of carried it too. We both <laughs> carried it on our backs. Um, we're so Uh, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and iHeart and you can also find us on social media on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at the same name Crying Public Podcast and goodbye we hope you have a good night (laughs) and bye (laughs) see you on Thursday besties we can't wait to tell you how it goes you'll you'll literally hear it but yeah yeah you'll you'll be hearing from us soon (laughs) we'll be in touch shortly Bye. bye I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.